my divination, but your lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Peace and blessings. And uh, this is an, an impromptu uh, lesson. I just um, finished uh, camp not too long ago, so I'm on my way um, to do some errands, you know, or get some errands done and just chill out, man. And Lord's will um, do some lessons tonight because I got to uh, catch up on some of, uh, some of the uh, broadcasts that I need to do on this channel right here so it was um, it's a pretty hectic <laughs> uh, time you know to say the least you know during this time during the um, Passover it's norm normally not like like this man but as we come close to the end you know the devil he is uh, seeking whom he may devour man the thief come to steal kill and destroy so this devil, he wants to steal, he wants to kill, and he wants to destroy God's chosen people. And uh, during this time of the Passover, such a holy, uh, such a holy time, a holy day, you know, this uh, feast of unleavened bread, which is for a week, you know, where we are to examine our spirit and to take the leaven out of our heart, you know, and Satan to jump on people and Satan to jump on us, you know. So we have to rebuke those spirits and, you know, ask the Lord for forgiveness as we uh, forgive others, you know. So we're we're um, we're in the spiritual battle, man. The book of Ephesians, chapter six, verse ten, or start I think start at verse nine. Uh, it says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You know, we're, we're not wrestling physically. We're actually wrestling against spirits, man, against demons, you know, because just like the body uh, is just flesh, man, but it's a spirit that resides in it. So you're going to have um, the person's spirit, but then also you have demons that will inhabit that spirit, you know, just like a person will have the Holy Spirit reside in them, the Rakakwadash. You know, so with uh, we're uh, fastly approaching, you know, through Jacob's trouble is heavier spiritual battles, man. You know, so it, it's been pretty rough, but you know, the water Yahweh by Shimmy Shai, you know, was able to uh, do my impromptu and then do the street teaching, which was pretty edifying, man. It was a brother who. He's a Judite, but his spirit is, is um, you know, he's uh, gravitating towards Benjamin, Benjamin, which are the so-called Jamaicans, which is, you know, there's nothing wrong with that because you got brothers out there that might gravitate towards other tribes. They may be, you know, of another tribe, you know, because all so-called Negroes ain't, ain't African-Americans, you know, so to speak. They may look at, but they might be uh, Gad, you know, they might be uh, Benjamin, you know, they might be Levi, you know, if, you know, just depending on the person's spirit, but you also have where our people will hate being Judah, you know, because of what we go through, you know, they'll uh, gravitate towards other, other tribes just I guess a way, I guess as a way of escapism, but nonetheless, you know, 
it's still a part of the 12 tribes and and the Lord is uh raising our spirit you know up you know he's leveling us up and the nations they're fearful man Bible go into great fear falling upon them so you know our people they you know they're seeking which we all are at some point we're seeking and then we found this truth and we're thankful to Yahweh in the name of his only begotten son Yahweh Shai so we're very thankful that the Lord will give us this opportunity to serve him man and to be awakened to get our heritage back but like I was saying it was this Benjamite in spirit <laughs> a brother who he said he was from you know he lived in Cali he was he gravitated towards uh, Benjamin you know he had the dreads and had the long beard and stuff like that so I was kind of going into you know the southern kingdom which is the Negroes of North America and also the Jamaicans and then also the Haitians so I was going into uh, the southern kingdom and he was you know we were talking about how Judah is basically man zombies right now you know our people they're pretty hateful towards each other you know it's the whole divide and conquer tactic and our people you know for the most part um in america uh when we were brought over here you know we were a lot closer as a as a tribe and even after slavery you know even all the way up to the 60s man we were we were close and we had our own communities even though we were under heavy persecution but you know through uh, this devil, you know, having uh, legislature and and different laws set up to destroy our communities and sabotage, that also sabotaged our, um, our our sense of community. You know, we don't have a community. We we just we live in uh, neighborhoods, man. You know, we don't have uh, generational wealth. And anytime we would uh, have generational wealth, uh, Esau is is uh, setting stumbling blocks in place for us to, to lose it. You know, to lose our generational wealth, man. Black Wall Street and all the other black towns where so-called Negroes had communities, you know, had towns and stuff like that. But through sabotage, it was taken away. And at times it was taken away violently, like at, you know, again, Tulsa, Oklahoma, which was in a section of Greenwood where that town was destroyed. And even in current events, you have this town in Tennessee where it's predominantly uh, black ran town that they were pretty much left alone because they didn't have a store, they don't have a store, they don't have a gas station, but now, uh, what is it, um, Ford, Ford Motor Company is about to build a plant in that area. So now all these Edomites are coming out the woodwork and saying that they need to take it over, man. That's, that's what this devil do, man. It's all about sabotage, all about taking over resources, man. But that goes into the curses, you know, the, the curses would tell us that we would, um, we would uh, basically uh, lose any kind of substance. 
So let me find that right quick. That's in uh, Deuteronomy. We always go into the curses because that's how we're able to identify who God's people are. They said it would be a sign upon uh, the people forever. So that's how we're able to, that's why we got to constantly go over it because that's, it's a sign. What is a sign? A sign is a, um, it's a beacon. It's an indicator that let us know who the, who are, who are the Israelites. And the Bible go into how we will be oppressed economically. You know, let's see. This is in my newer Bible, so I don't have it um, highlighted. So let's let's go into um, one of the curses about the um, the economics. So this is the book of Deuteronomy, chapter twenty-eight, verse. Uh, um, we'll start at thirty-seven. It says, "And thou, and thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations, whether the Lord shall lead thee." So that astonishment, a, a, prov a proverb and a byword, basically it would be like a, um, a indicator who these people are, these cursed people. You know, a proverb would be like uh, people would say they would have proverbs about black folks. Oh, black folks are lazy. They're thieves. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't take care of their families. You know, they uh, they steal all of these things, you know, lazy, all, all the stuff that they would say about uh, black people when we built America, man. But that's a proverb, you know. That's how these nations, when they come over here, they go off those different proverbs. Stay away from those Akatas. Don't stay, don't, don't uh, stay in their areas, you know. They're all thieves, you know. You know, they, they, they all smell. They, they, it's all kind of proverbs, man. It says in a byword, a byword is, uh, is another name. It's a byword. So that means the word nigger. That's a byword. When they call us African-American, that's a byword. They're calling us everything except who we are. Who are we? We're, we're the children of Israel. We're from the tribe of Judah. The same tribe as the Messiah. So that's a byword that we're being called by something else. That's why people don't know who they are. Because they're, they're called all these different names. That's not who we are. It says, among all nations, whether the Lord shall lead thee. So our people would be astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations. That's why you, you Negroes, you can go over to England and they're going to call you a nigger. They're just going to say it with a British accent. You know, if you go to China, they're going to call you a nigger. And they're going to they're say it in that, um, you know, that Cantonese accent. You know, wherever you go, those curses are going to follow you. Among all nations, whether the Lord shall lead thee, because our people are scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. So, you know, black folks are, may get away out of America and might go to another country and they might be treated slightly different. But still, those curses are going to follow you no matter where you go. You're not going to be able to escape it. It says, this is verse 38, it says, Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field. So that, that much seed is all the labor. You know, going back to what I was saying about those black towns. Those black towns were built through much labor, through much seed, you know, actually, phys you know, like planting, 
actual seeds, you know, planting crops and having, uh, you know, uh, livestock and, and um, building things. All of that was done through much labor out in the field, you know. It says, and shall gather but little in. So all the work that our people did during this, you know, during, during slavery, picking cotton, all of that backbreaking work, man, from sun up to sundown, our people out in the, in the field, man, you know, blazing heat, man, men, women, and children, man, it's videos uh, that go into that, uh, the history of slavery, about how we were treated, but also there's actual pictures that show uh, slave children out in the cotton fields, man, with big old bags, the bags are bigger than them, but they got the bag over their shoulders, that's draping all the way on the ground, and they're picking cotton. So our people, they they've um, you know planted a lot of crops, you know, a lot of agriculture, but got little in, you know, got got little um, little to show for, if hardly anything. Because when you're a slave, you got nothing, man. You know, you got a shack. You got, you know, slave clothes that were pretty tattered, you know, and they fed you slop. They fed you the the, um, the, the discarded parts of the pig. That's where you get your soul food from, your chitlins and pig ears, pig snouts, hog head cheese, pig tail, pig feet. Chit, uh, did I say chitlins? Yeah, I think I did. But nonetheless, pig intestines and everything else that was discarded, you know, that was meaning that whatever, whatever was left from that pig being butchered, because all the choice cuts like the chops and the, you know, um, the roast and all of that, the shoulder that went to the slave masters and the slaves would cook all of that food. You know, and the slave masters would have family or, you know, friends and relatives that they would uh, entertain. So you had the slaves that would that would be in the kitchen preparing all their food, man, while these Edomites were feasting. And then what, whatever was left over, that's what the slaves got, man. They got, they got the, the, the leftovers, man, the stuff that wasn't really considered to be edible. But black folks found a way, even though what our people were eating was an abomination, you know, you know, eating a um, pig is, that's not in our dietary laws, you know, you know, eat, to, to eat uh, pork, we're not supposed to eat it. So if you brothers and sisters out there, if you're slipping up and eating pork, you better stop. We're going to judge you. You can't be on here listening to this uh, truth. And you're sitting up there sneaking, eating uh, bacon or ham or whatever like that. You this this ain't no uh, you can't play around with this, you know. Let me let me see if I just want to make sure because I said it was an abomination. Because you have different levels of sin, so I want to make sure that I'm you know I'm bringing forth uh, the correct information, so. Let's go in the scripture. I'll find it right quick. Then we'll go back to, um, yeah, it is. Just wanted to double check. So this is in a book. Let's see. 
uh, Deuteronomy chapter 14, and we'll start at verse 3. And it says, Thou shalt not eat any abominable thing. So there's foods that are abomination, an abominable thing. It says, These are the beasts which ye shall eat, the ox, the sheep, and the goat. So those are foods that we can eat. We can eat oxtails, you know, a lot of... Our people like oxtails, even like, you know, I was talking about the brother who like the Benjamite, you know, culture. I like oxtails, man. Like Jamaican oxtail stew. That's fire, man. So I, you know, and then I like how Jake make it, you know, oxtail stew with, um, with, uh, what's that, rice. That's his, you know, the sheep, so we can eat sheep and, and also the goat, you know. You can eat curry goat. That's not going off. Even during the time of Passover. If you can't afford or find uh, any lamb, you can use. Uh, you can also eat goat. So that's that's not going off. It says the heart and a roebuck and a fallow deer and a wild goat and a pygarg and a wild ox and a care moss. It says so you can eat um, uh, deer. You know. Some people like deer jerky. You can eat that. Deer sausage. It's not going off. You know, you can eat goat. It says, And every beast that parteth the hoof and cleaveth the cleft on two claws and cheweth the cud among the beasts that ye shall eat. So, where it talks about the parted hoof, that's talking about the foot part. If it's if the hoof is parted and, it, and it's cleft, into uh, it says cleft into two claws like a cow you know it has like uh two claws you know what i'm saying i'll be watching those uh <laughs> some of you brothers or sisters might know about it i'll be watching those uh, videos where they be working on the, the cow's feet you know when they got like the abscess in it and they'll scrape it you know and all of that they'll uh help the cow out you know i started watching that man that shit is like <laughs> it's like uh it's interesting, man. But nonetheless, uh, that's a lawful food. You can eat it because it chew up the cut. Like a cow would chews the cut. You know, they'll eat grass and they'll chew on it. Then they'll like, you know, regurgitate it back up. That's chewing the cud. So it's lawful. It says, nevertheless, these ye shall not eat of them that chew, chew the cud. Or them that divide the hook, cloven hoof, as the camel, because the camel does that, but it's not, it's not clean, you know. It's an unclean animal. You can't eat no damn camel. Like uh, what's that? Uh, I think that was on a rush hour with a uh, Chris Tucker. Where I think he's talking about camel meat or whatever. You can't eat that. It says in the hair in the coney. I think the hair that's talking about the rabbit. Like a lot of our people down south. They eat a rabbit, man. You know, myself, uh, growing up with a family that's from down south, man, I ate all kind of abominable foods, you know, and I asked the Lord for forgiveness, as you know, when I came into the truth. I used to eat chitlins, man. I used to eat uh, pig feet. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my folks, or my, my father, he's from Louisiana, man, and my mom's from Memphis, so I ate those foods, man. Every holiday you know we had chitlins hog maws i remember my grandmother used to fry hog maws man fry it 
you know, but that, that shit is nasty, man. We're not supposed to eat it. You know, we had a, a rabbit, you know, like in like gravy and all of that shit with rice. That's going off, man. I remember one year, uh, went down to Louisiana, uh, visiting family with my folks and, uh, it was a possum, man. My my uh, cousin, my father's cousin, ended up cooking, man. And that shit was gross, man. He cooked it. He like had it in gravy. He put it in the oven. And all I saw was those little, <laughs> those little damn um, possum hands and shit like that. I was like, oh, this shit is nasty. <clears throat> but nonetheless, it's like here. Nonetheless, we're not supposed to eat <clears throat> eat that kind of stuff. Okay. Let's continue. It says in the coney, for they chew the cud but divide not the hoof. Therefore, they are unclean unto you. So you can't eat no damn rabbit, man. That's going off. No camel. And let's look up right quick what's the coney. I forgot what that was. I haven't broke, broke uh, this down in a while, so I got to. I forgot what the coney is. I think it. Him. Let's see. Yeah, it's a. Um, it's almost like a squirrel. Looks like. Now people like squirrel, man. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's like it's a rabbit. Yeah, it's a rabbit. It's another form of rabbit. The coney is a rabbit. It's like I thought I knew that, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a rabbit, and then you have the hare, which is also a rabbit too. So we can't eat that, you know. But you know, through slavery and and our people being destroyed for lack of knowledge, our people ate that, you know, because we didn't know that was that it was uh, we didn't know that it was unlawful. Because we lost our her heritage, man. We lost our history. Okay, here's the part about the uh, swine. It says, in the swine, which is a pig, you know, pork chops, bacon, you know, um, ham. That's going off. You can't eat that. That's an abom abomination. That was my point. I wanted to find out if it was an abomination, which is it's an it's an abominable thing, abominable foods. These are our dietary laws. That's one of the reasons why our people have all kind of health issues because they're eating that nasty and unhealthy pork, man. They got all these fad diets, you know, like paleo diet, and they tell you that you can eat all kind of bacon. That shit is bad for you, man. It's, full of um you know artery clogging um food or it's artery clogging you know because when you have um you fry bacon and then you put it in the refrigerator you're gonna see all that that fat man that's that's not healthy and then you uh you know if a person they uh you know um microwave it you're gonna see all that grease again that grease is not healthy man so we're not you can't eat that. You can eat, you know, you can eat turkey bacon. It might be, might not be the most healthiest thing because it's processed, but turkey bacon is not going off, which again, you know, it's not healthy. It's full of 
sodium and uh, also turkey um, turkey pepperoni turkey sausage but again it's it's loaded with uh, other ingredients that's not healthy it says the swine because it divided the hoof yet cheweth not the cut it is unclean unto you ye shall not eat of their flesh nor touch the your uh touch their uh touch their dead carcass like me read that again nor touch their dead carcass so you can't even touch um a, a dead pig man i remember years ago we used to break down that like how uh football footballs used to be made out of what pig skin they would even call it pig skin so every time jakes was playing football that was they were touching a, a unclean uh, carcass man a, a, a dead carcass because a pig skin is is of the of a of a carcass of a of a of swine it says ye these ye shall eat of all uh, that are in the waters all that have fins and scales shall ye eat so we're we're uh, to eat fish that have scales and fins. Now catfish that don't have no uh, scales, so it's unclean. And that's one of the that's one of the things our people like is catfish. Anywhere in in the hood in the city, no matter where you at in the United States, you're gonna find a fish spot where they they frying what catfish. They might cook like other you know like buffalo, which is help you know you can eat buffalo. You know, buffalo uh, fish that, that has scales and fins. You can eat that. You can eat, uh, was it perch, bluegill, crappie? All of that is lawful because it has scales and fins. But uh, catfish, it don't have uh, scales, you know. Also, shrimp, crab, and lobster, those are unclean foods too. And as you go to a fish spot, you're going to find that too. They're going to fry uh, fried shrimp. You know, fried uh, um, clams and stuff like that. That's all unclean foods. And that's breaking the law, statutes, and commandments. So every time we break the law, statutes, and commandments, it uh, it keeps us in a bad situation because sin brings on death. You know, the wages of sin is death. What is sin? Sin is transgression of the law. So we have dietary laws, you know. It says, of all clean birds ye shall eat, but these are they of which ye shall not eat. The eagle, so you can't eat no eagle, no offeretch, and the offspray. Let's see, with the uh, offspray, offeretch. One of those, I think it's like a pelican or something, I can't remember. Let's see, we'll find out. That's a vulture. That's what an osphorage is. And the os. Let's see. 
There's one of them that go into the, um, it's like a pelican, I can't think of it. Let's see. Osprey, let's see. Let's look that up. Osprey. But all you got to do is just go online and, uh, and when you're reading in the dietary laws, you can just research what animal it is because it's, it's a, uh, the Bible is very, uh, detailed on what we can eat. A large fish eating bird. So mostly like birds of prey, you can't eat. You know, yeah, it's a bird of prey. That's what an os osprey is. It actually means bird of prey. So like a vulture, like a hawk. It's actually a form of, of a hawk. Like a falcon, you can't eat that. You can eat a... What is that? Uh, dang, what is that? That uh, I went to this restaurant. They had some boiled um, quail. I ate quail, man. That that bird, boy. That's some. That's fire, man. I I had that before. It says in the glad in the kite in the vulture after his kind, and every raven after his kind. And the and the owl owl and the night hawk and the cock cock owl and the hawk after its kind the little owl and the great owl and the swan and the pelican okay there we go and the pelican and the gear eagle and the cormorant so you can't eat no owls no pelicans you know it says. And the stork, you can't eat no stork. This is inherent of her kind and the lap wing and the bat. No bat soup. You know, you got a whole bunch of Moabites, so-called Chinese people. Remember during the uh, shutdown, they were showing all them videos of uh, um, Moabite women doing that mukbang shit, you know, which is gluttonous, you know, eating a whole bunch of food on TV, you know, like on the video. Well, she had, she was eating some bat soup, man. That shit was gross, man. She was taking the bat wings and tearing them apart and shit was nasty, man. It's, it's an abomination. We can't eat that. It says, and every creeping thing that flieth is unclean unto you, they shall not be eaten. So that's pretty much it. So let me go back to the scripture and then we'll shut down uh, the lesson. It says, so let's go back to Deuteronomy 28, going back into how uh, we uh, built America, man. We 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 um, we've done a lot of work, you know, with with our with our hands, with with labor, but we got little in. It says, "Thou sh this is Deuteronomy 28 verse 38. Thou shalt carry much seed out in the field, and shall gather but little in, for the locust shall consume it." So no matter what we set our hand to do, like Black Wall Street, uh, Nicodemus, Rosewood, we would get little back, man. Although we we would build it up, it says, "Thou shalt plant vineyards and dress them, but but shalt neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worm shall eat them." It says, "Thou shalt have 
olive trees throughout all thy coast, but thou shalt not anoint thyself with the oil, for thine olive shall cast his his fruit. So we we wouldn't um, we wouldn't gain anything, man, of substance for every everything that we set our hand to do. It would be taken, you know. It would it would fail because of what Esau. The so-called white man, he'll come in and take it. He'll destroy it. He'll burn down the crops and kill the livestock. You know, burn down the city, you know, the towns and and uh, hang people and stuff like that. Burn down churches. That's what this devil would do. Let's see. We're still in Deuteronomy, so let's see. Let's go to um, the main point where it talks about the, the basket. It says, Curse shall, this is Deuteronomy 28, verse 17. Curse shall be thy basket and thy store. So the basket, what is a basket used for? Basket is used to hold stuff in. So we had things that we would get, but it would be cursed. It says in the store, you know, your storehouse, your, you know, what you own, what you, what you store, what you accumulate, it will be a curse. That's why they would come in and destroy the towns and take and do whatever they want. Because scripture says that Judah mourneth the gates there of languish. So with, with our gates languishing, we don't have protection because if you have a town like Black Wall Street, I don't care. You could, you could uh, create a hundred Black Wall Streets, but you, if you don't have uh uh, protection. If you can't protect your property and what you built, you, it's 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 only going to be taken. You know, it's only going to be stolen from uh, any kind of invader. So that's what happened to our substance, man. The so-called white man, who are the Edomites, according to the Bible, came in and destroyed uh, what we built, man. And the Lord, you know. He sees what's happening and he's going to hold these people accountable, man. That's why the, there's such a heavy judgment for Esau. See, he's doing these things and he, he's getting away with it, but he's really not, man. The Lord is just allowing him to build up all of his sins uh, until he's judged. The scriptures say that his sins reached up into heaven. So because his, Esau's sins have reached up into heaven and Yahweh is seeing those sins, uh, it's going to be a great judgment because those that give no mercy shall not receive mercy. And that's exactly the the uh, predicament Esau's in. He's merciless, so he's not going to get any mercy back, man. You know, they, they although they cry, Esau sought carefully with tears. He found no replace for repentance. So repentance is only for Israel. You Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans, and those Israelites that look like all the different nations. But... Esau, he's unable to repent. He's un, he's he's not going to get that mercy, man, because he's not. Uh, it, it was never meant for him to get mercy before he was born. He's just uh, assuming his role that the Lord programmed him to do and to be, which is the wicked. You know, you have the righteous and you have the wicked. Righteous are the are God's chosen people, and the wicked. Or these Edomites in the other nations. And even our people could be wicked too. You know, that's why the Lord was cussing out those wicked Pharisees and scribes saying, Year of your father the devil. Because they were thinking like those Romans. And thinking and, and having the same spirit as the, the uh, serpent. 
that deceived and beguiled Eve and also the spirit of Cain that killed his brother Abel. Abel uh, was righteous and his sacrifices was pleasing to the Lord and Cain was jealous of it. Same way Esau is jealous and hateful and envious of Jacob's blessing, you know, so everything is playing out, man. So Esau, he's playing his part and Lord's will will continue to play our part, you know, to 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 um, walk in the righteous path that Yahweh Shai have told us and showed us how to walk. So. Other than that, you brothers and sisters, stay strong. I want to give all praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh, Bashem Yahweh Shai, Shalom.